You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live, Live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. This is About Last Night with Brad Williams and Adam Ray on the Toad Hop Network. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the About Last Night podcast. My name's Adam Ray, your host and co-host. But uh, today I'm your I'm your main host, your main dude. Brad Williams uh, is on uh, sabbatical. He's becoming a rabbi, the first midget rabbi on on the planet. That's not true. Well, you know what? I, I say that in jest, but I, I honestly hope that's what he's doing. But he's on the road doing stand-up comedy, like he does. Uh, filling in for me today are my pals Sandy Danto. Hello, everybody. Hilarious comedian, sketch comedy actor, voiceover artist, opens for the great Polly Shore on the road. Yeah, yeah, I do stuff. Yeah. Uh, my friend dude, Mark. Dude, you're going to introduce me too. Yeah, hey, Polly, uh, thanks for being here today. What's up, bro? <laughs> we appreciate you coming by, Polly. Also, my very good friend, Mark Saratella, hilarious stand up comedian, actor, runs one of the most popular comedy shows in the country, Comedy Juice. Uh, at the Improv, the Ice House, the Irvine Improv, New York, San Diego. Uh, what's up, buddy? It's good to be here, man. Thanks for having me. And talking to the mic more. Yeah, not a better. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there you a go. A little assist. A little assist. Yeah. Gloves <laughs> <laughs> Starting off the show a little nervous. This is uh, this is only my 400th podcast. <laughs> oh, so shit. I'm rounding to form. Are you I sound good. Like, yeah. You sound comfortable. You sound confident. Feel good. Uh, appreciate you guys being here. Brad's on the road, so uh, we got to uh, step it up with. Uh, yeah, you're right over there. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm coming into it now. I'm fine. Good. Yeah. Um, so I uh, I'm in town for a week. I wasn't supposed to be here, right? Because I'm doing uh, I booked my first movie, uh, a cop comedy with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Dude, it, it, dude, how old are you? Thirty. Dude, I was a big fucking movie star by then. You better catch up. Well, Paul, I didn't bring you on so that you could make me feel shitty about where I'm at in my career. Dude, I'm just trying to, you know, motivate. Where were you at thirty? Dude, I was already past my prime, bro. <laughs> it was uh, already over. Any advice on, on how I should deal with Sandra Bullock? Just squeeze her arm and say, "What's up, babe?" <laughs> I don't know if that's good advice. Dude, just tell her I say hi and she'll like you. Fair enough. Um, we open Planet Hollywood and Guatemala together. <laughs> What's on the menu there? Uh, Captain Crunch Tacos. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lopez Fajitas. Uh, That's Antonio so Banderas Spaghetti. Riven Simone Mashed Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I'm in town for a week, and we we got to uh, do a show. And quite honestly, y y you're in L.A., you're in Hollywood, uh, you do these podcasts. Not only in general do you run into uh, big movie stars around in Hollywood. You know, I... Uh, like me. Like you, Polly. You're everywhere. <laughs> you're every, literally everywhere. I know, bro. Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, before our show today, um, a gentleman was doing uh, his, his political show. And uh, we asked him to stick around. You might know him from Goonies. You might know him as Rudy. You might know him from The Lord of the Rings. You might know him from Click. You might know him from Encino Man, which Polly... 
Dude, that's where we got our start together, right? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to About Last Night. This is fucking incredible. Mr. Sean Astin. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Yes. Thank you for being here. Guy walks into a bar. <laughs> it's a comedy show, right? Yeah. No, did you, did That's you, it. I'm spent. I'm done. That's it. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Wait, wait. Uh, yeah. Okay, God. sorry. Do you feel now uh, you're, uh, uh, I mean, you said you, we, I was asking you if you, uh, you know, we're all stand-up comedians and you're obviously done several comedies. Do you, uh, are you interested in the stand-up world? Like, do you have friends that do stand-up? Have you ever tried it? Um, I thought the whole thing about stand-up comics was they were kind of, didn't have friends who are kind of loner type people but maybe it's maybe well, last... we're, we're all each other's only friends right. so this is pretty much well no the, you have like self-interested reasons for being here yeah. so it's like the comedy like you're there for you but since you're there together you'd be nice to each other that yeah. kind of a thing right no the uh, i love comics i love comics and i love uh i love uh my mom used to always say you'd be a great uh you'd be a great stand-up comic you ought to you ought to go on stage you ought to be a, you ought to be a stand-up comic so i i um it's a different discipline. I don't think I'm, you know. It is. You have to give yourself over to it. I mean, you sacrifice. I've sacrificed relationships. You sacrifice. Just a way of thinking. Time. Just yeah. the way you. Just the way you sort of look at the world. I totally. mean, I would have. I would take 15 minutes to come up with Jennifer Lopez fajitas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, well, thank you. No, it's great. So you, I mean, did, you grew up in San. You were born in Santa Monica. Yeah, born in Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Raised in L.A. Son of famous parents. And um, I mean, was was Go I mean, was Goonies your first? Goonies was the first movie. Yeah. Dude, that's unbelievable. It's a good way to start. Um, yeah. Did you say really son of famous parents? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patty Duke and John Aston are my mom and dad. Holy wow. shit! Wow, look at the reverence. Did you feel that, people? <laughs> Whoa! It was all, you guys are like the. Uh, the, in Toy Story, the, the claw. Yeah. <laughs> the claw. <laughs> what a great comparison. Yeah. Uh, our, yeah. Our, our admiration for Sean Aston's parents is just like Toy Story, the claw. No, those. What are those little things called? You don't know the name of those. Things. No, the um, the 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 squeak. What is the, uh, it? Squeaky toys? No. No, those the machines you're talking about. Yeah, the claw yeah. is the thing that comes down and get them, but they're the ones like, and they you put them in the Foot Locker and you open it up. And they, oh. I think it's called the uh, the American ripoff. Is that the what white it's trash fortune machine? The white trash fortune oh, machine. My gosh. Have you ever won at one of those things? I got stuck in one of those. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a video of a kid getting stuck. I saw in it one on of those the show. Was on a that TV could be show. that could be the yeah. next Goonies movie. Maybe one of your kids gets stuck in the toy claw machine. Uh, that's a good idea. Uh, or I was thinking that's how we get the treasures. You kind of you know <laughs> when I will the treasure, move it over and oh, I didn't get it. Give me another five dollars, mom. I think I can get that. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Those all those uh, Dave and Buster's fun family fun centers. Uh, which should be the name of one of them, Fun Family Fun Centers. They're, I mean, the prize centers are so lopsided. I mean, you went, you spend like, I remember I dropped maybe $200 in quarters on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Or Papa Shot Basketball. Did you just say that on purpose? What? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, that's my favorite game playing it. Why? Because oh. there's a new cartoon coming out and I'm playing Raphael. Shut really? Yeah. Up. I thought you were just, awesome. that was a thing you did, yeah. No. I'm a giant Ninja Turtle fan. Nicolo, you're hey, Raphael. So am I. Come on, guys, stop talking, start fighting. We gotta get out. We gotta. <laughs> I had four sons Leonardo, Donatello, Sean Astin. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. And Polly Shaw. And Polly Shaw. Dude, I'm doing uh, Michelangelo. Cowabunga, bro. <laughs> Michelangelo, please, we need to fight. Wait, can Dude, we hear you, Raf? Can we have a little splinter, Polly, Michael, uh, Raphael? We'll talk see what here? we can do, yeah. All right. My turtles, I have called you here today because the Shredder is back, and we need to figure out a way to stop him. Raphael, pay attention. Dead. But Sensei, we're talking too long. Let's go fight. 
That's we what can, he, always, he always wants to fight. We cannot fight. We must learn and study and practice and then fight. Shredder, dude. Splinter, we could use the shredder for our pizzas. Kawabunga. They're doing a new one now. The new, uh, the new, uh, uh, Booyakasha. Well, yes. That's what, instead of cowbunga, well, they might do cowbunga too. They booya kasha, b o y a booya k a s h. Yo, isn't that Ali G's like? Maybe booya kasha. Remember he would do that thing? Yeah, yeah. We totally ripped it. Don't tell anybody. Nah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yo, that's incredible. How yeah, pumped that's are you? super cool. I'm pumped. But yeah, I stopped your point. Just I thought it was startling that you uh, that you brought it up. But you were saying the Fun Family Fun Centers are totally lopsided. Lopsided because I'll, you'll spend and I I would play that Ninja Turtle game nonstop and draw like, and then you win all these tickets. Wait, Fun Family Fun. Centers. That's Are my you talking about Dave and Buster's for kids? Yeah. Is there something like that out yeah, there? Exactly. So you castle, spray, free, whatever castle, magic castle, castle, magic, yeah, yeah, magic castle, leaps or, uh, and bounds, or discovery. Leaps and bounds. You know what the worst one was? Or bouncers? Wait, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz oh. Pizza. Is that still around? No, Chuck E. Cheese absorbed it. I think that's bullshit. Mark worked at Chuck E. Cheese. I did work at Chuck E. Cheese for. A while. Oh yeah. yeah, you have a great story about that. Yeah, yeah. You want me to go into that now? But I was just going. Let back me segue real quick, and though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want to talk about. No, it. but that's a great story. For who? I would have pegged you for Ferrells. What's that? Remember Ferrells is the one with the. Ice cream and See, they come out with a bum 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 bum. Yeah, it's I like grew up a, in Albany. We had Chuck E. Cheese. That's yeah, it. We right. had none of these other good things. But you were talking. You you actually have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, poster on your wall still. Yeah, I have yeah. a Donatello poster from the first movie. And by Whatever. the way, Adam is thirty years old. <laughs> yeah. And we're wearing a reading rainbow T-shirt, Sean. I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> I was talking about this with a friend the other day. Butterflies in the sky, but there's um, there's there, I think there's a limit. And right, the, I'm thirty. How many more years do you think I have before people go, "Wow, that guy's trying way too hard." Or if I if I reset, no. Based on your uh, based on I your mean, judgments, are that sure? Well, I think that. Oh. I think that given your swing, your flow, Thanks, what buddy. you got going, you got lots of room, like forty eight. Oh yeah, my I, god, I, I agree. I, you might have to put the Ninja Turtles poster in a frame. Yeah, you're right. Because it's getting uh, ripped up. I'm not taking. I'm not care saying of you'll be able to walk by a grade school freely. <laughs> I'm just saying. That, Why I got nice calves? Uh, oh, exactly. That's what he's going to say between the chain link fence. I have nice calves. You're like, dude, Ixnay on the abs, K, bro. <laughs> Ixnay on the abs, K. Oh my god. Well, I mean, yeah. There's, you know, the worst game at those places. The absolute worst game. I'm not even sure it's a game. I think it's just some sort of like a mental fuck you. Is the coins on the ledge. Oh, yeah. They That's just the seem worst. to push coins back and forth. And I'm like, if I put ten quarters into this thing, one may land and give me two back. Two back. And guess what? They're glued there. Uh -huh. yeah, are they really? I don't know. but they They've like got to be. Guess what? Did you ever try to... Were you, you were a good kid. You never shook the machine, did you? I was short. I wouldn't have been. I played Rudy. I couldn't shake the machine. <laughs> we, like, <laughs> pretended to accidentally bump oh, into yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would, like... I would, yeah, like, you, oh. you play it, and... You, yeah. Oh, jeez. And, and one time I knocked it, and a couple fell off, and I got in trouble for it. Um, but even You're that machine... Going. Even that machine, even if you get two quarters, you get, like, ten tickets. So my point being about the prize center... I get like a thousand tickets after like two hundred dollars, right? You're like, oh, a thousand tickets—that's a lot. What can I get at the price center for that? I'll tell you what you can get. You can get a bouncy ball, two uh, now and later's, and a laminated picture of Montel Jordan hugging Magic Johnson. <laughs> that sounds awesome for two hundred dollars. The lamination alone <laughs> of that yeah. picture You're right. is worth. And that's why they take advantage of the kids because we no kids going to be like, well, the lamination's kind of pricey, so I guess this makes sense. <laughs> By the way, can we acknowledge the moment that we just had where your cord fell? out and you came over here and we did it like 
uh, Eddie Van Halen, David Lee Ross style. <laughs> two, two dudes in the one microphone. That was big for me. Uh, that was big. That's my new career. Yo, uh, I you mean, good breath. Sean, so, I mean, fuck, dude, uh, really quick, I mean, can you summarize the Goonie experience? I mean, by the uh, way, I have a Goonies poster in my room, too. That's fucking weird. All right, keep going. Like up on the wall? Yeah, dude. It's one of my favorite movies, well, man. I wasn't lying about the teenage... The, you have the ninja poster, Yes, too. dude. It is up. That the movie's unreal, Let me loose man. in your bedroom, and with a Sharpie, I could increase your net worth. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. You'll take this podcast to another level. Do you get bugged about that movie a lot? What movie? No. The Goonies. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. yeah I, it may be... Goonies, Rudy, and Lord of the Rings are the three I'm most known for, and they're they're and they're all dude. What about Encino Man? I get a lot of people who love Encino Man. Me too. I had a waiter, yeah, (laughs) that aren't in my family. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. My family doesn't talk to me. Paulie, what do you want? Paulie, what do you want to say to Sean that you haven't seen him in a while? Thing. I want to say you look good. Congratulations on on the continued success. But, dude, why didn't you get me in Rudy, bro? Or Lord of the Rings. I could have been on a horse in Lord of the Rings, buddy. No, Polly, I just want to say that I love you. Dude, I love That's you, it. too. That's all I got. Uh, I love you. We had wild times on the set of Encino, man. I was a little bit... I thought I was going to be an important actor, so I was a little too full of myself then. I wish you, I could go Goonies? back and do, No, no, no. In, oh. Encino, man. No, no. Encino Goonies, man I, was, I knew I was like Harrison Ford. In that movie, I'm like the like Indiana Jones, right? I mean, for sure you are. Yeah, um, just in that movie, unfortunately. How I mean, Spiel, so you, your first it was thing amazing. Was Spielberg. It was amazing. Spielberg and Dick Donner, who directed Superman, yep. and uh, it was uh, you know it's exactly like what you'd see. You know, a lot of people say, you oh, know, that was my that was my childhood. You know, I I. Uh, I actually thought coming out of that movie that that's what all movies were supposed to be like seventy five million dollar epic adventure films that you know yeah of course that people remember forever so it's I did to- a couple of independent films I'm like hmm yeah. I don't understand yeah. wait so so that was you did independent movies before Goonies no no after so and Goonies was compare. your your introduction that's to that's what I'm saying it's the same way it set the standard for me yeah it's the same thing we taught Brad you know uh, who's a little person he's saying his the first movie he saw was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory he knew nothing about movies and what midgets were going to do in life so he saw Oompa Loompas and he goes oh I guess that's what I'm going to do wow isn't that crazy? I would have gone for time like, bandits. Wait, hold on. He said that's what I'm going to do? <laughs> he, he was like, I guess I'm going to have to paint my face orange, put on overalls, and work in a chocolate factory. Oh, I thought you were going to say like, he was going to become an actor <laughs> and be in movies. I would have gone for time bandits to work in a chocolate factory. <laughs> what? I would have gone for time bandits instead yeah. and travel through space. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. you know. Actually, Willy Wonka, I just met the, young, the, the guy, the man who played uh, the TV guy. You know what I mean? The, the, Mikey the, TV? Mikey TV. I'm in a million pieces, mom. Yeah, that guy? Yeah. He's like, he looks good now. He looks great. Of course cool he does. Guy. And then uh, at Comic-Con, I was sitting a foot away from Gene Wilder's costume that was being sold for oh thousands and God. thousands. Wow. I think it was like $70,000 for that costume. We well, gotta got get it just for Jeff Richards. No kidding. When you go to Comic Con, what is that like? I mean, you must be like an yeah. idol at Comic Con. So it's a lot of people. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's people, crazy. I mean, you went there for Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah. Dude, and then that- this time for Turtles. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. Uh, I met the original Shredder. I was doing a stand-up show in Santa Monica two weeks ago, right? Doing Ninja Turtle jokes. And I get off stage, and this guy comes up to me, uh, a little Asian man, and he comes up. He goes, so you like the Ninja Turtles, huh? I heard you talking about them on stage. I go, love them, man. Big fan. He goes, really? Puts his hand over his face, and I immediately just go, Shredder? (laughs) And he goes, yeah. And I was like, holy shit. 
First of all, to have the audacity to cover your face to a stranger and go, guess who it is, motherfucker? And I was like, and I lost my shit. And I go, oh my God, man. I go, what are you doing here? Like, he's really Shredder. And he goes, he goes, oh, I live in Santa Monica. I go, you still acting? He goes, I'm trying, man. I go, how is Shredder not getting any more work? He goes, hey, t- you know, tell it to the, tell it to the judge. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess you're not doing comedy. Dude, him and me both, right? Shredder and Polly, maybe you guys could get together. Then maybe we could. That's do a our buddy own cop thing. film for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> this I'll Friday, you go high. <laughs> <laughs> this Friday, two cops. Dude, it freeze, bro. <laughs> one one film actor, one Ninja Turtles villain, trying to fight crime and keep the streets of Los Angeles safe. All right, nobody move. This, you guys, wait. What am I? You you have the right to remain silent. Paulie Shore. It's just stunning how good you are at that. <laughs> Straight to VHS tape. Straight to VHS. <laughs> no, <I'm> gonna, yeah. <laughs> this Friday only on Disney DVD. <laughs> and buy it now at the Thumbelina Combo Pack. Um, I'm going to play something real quick. Can you tell me if you remember this? Chester Copperpot. Don't you guys see? Don't you realize? He was a pro. He never made it this far. You're playing this so for me? Yep. <laughs> you remember this, Mark? I don't remember doing this. Oh, yeah, you were there. What, Mikey, getting killed? That was you. Oh, that was me. Look, if we keep going, someone's really going to get hurt. How much of this do you still remember? Maybe dead. Uh, I could probably do most of that. No shit? Yeah, right. That's a memory. You know, and people... Maybe my brother played it last week when he was guest hosting for me, and that I, it's my goal to get that, that. clip played that. on every show. Oh, on shit. Show. Oh, really? Oh, God. Well, maybe I got to find a Rudy speech. Uh, I can uh, do Rudy's speech. Can you really? Sure. Can we, dude, get, can you pull up some music? Oh, you do, gotta get it? Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll dude, keep Mark talking. El- get- Mark Ellis would be creaming in his pants right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Our buddy, on so many levels. Yeah, I think he's doing the Maybe schmoes. Maybe I shouldn't do it then. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing the schmoes next week. Well, good, great. That's, Mar- so, that's our buddy Mark Ellis. Yeah, yeah Mark. So Mark, I'll get him to play it, and I've only got like 33 other shows to get. There's a Rudy theme, right, that you can do the speech to? Uh, there's a, the Jerry Goldsmith score. Pull up the Jerry Goldsmith score against whatever you have to do. Um, what... Obviously, I mean, it's it's incredible. Just hold on. Let me ask you something. Yeah. That was awesome. Sean, because people, people, when we meet strangers as comics and we tell them what we do, oh, tell me a joke. And it, it's like so out of context and it's uncomfortable. Or, hey, you got to meet my friend. He's, dude, my friend no, Mike, dude, he's like hilarious. A, I'm like a trick monkey. You but put is it, a, you put in a quarter does, and it bother, does it bother you to be asked to? No, sometimes it's sometimes it's a you know bummer if you're out and you're trying to do stuff. What was I doing the other day when I was really trying to avoid people? I was doing something. I can't remember what it was, but I, I was I was just trying to. Well, Comic Con actually, Comic Con because I had to get. But you like, got to expect it at that point, right? Well, that well, yeah, that's a different vibe. But sometimes it happens when. But you know, the, like interacting with the fans and having a dynamic experience is fine. But like at so, some of the time, I'm on Nickelodeon's clock, and some of the time, I'm on the clock for these people. And I, I was doing the Alpha as a, a sci-fi show, so I'm on their thing. Yeah. So like, if I just stopped in the middle of the hall, I'd never, you know. Sure. You wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't. You know, I'd be an attraction. Like if somebody at the Tiki Theater asked Fred Willard to do some of his lines from A Mighty Wind, that's probably why he was. The in Tiki that Theater has Fred. You didn't hear about that? Oh, Fred right, Willard no, got no, no, I thought you were himself. talking about the enchanted tiki room at Disneyland. <laughs> in the tiki 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 room. In the tiki 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 tiki. By the way, that's the first time ever four dudes have sat around a circle and sang the tiki 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 room song. That's not true. Yeah, you're right. It happens eight times a day. You just don't read about it. Yeah, Fred Willard, that's. Leave the. I mean, you know. But suppose he's going to this, like, embarrassing situation. And the guys, are, oh yeah, <laughs> can you do some? 
But you said a guy asked you to do the was quoting to you almost the entire Encino Man movie. Yeah, the waiter. The waiter was uh, who's writing a, a script and uh, with his friend, a pilot. Hey, you never know. Yeah, you, you don't. You don't. You never know. You, 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 you never know, man. With some guy who's the head of a studio, and you go, "Well, I was, you know, selling posters, you know, out of this back of my van." And yep. You're like, "Okay, you never." You never. Dude, do yep. they have a name attached to it yet? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you uh, because I just don't trust you. I'll anymore. let you know when. <laughs> uh, so wait, so I mean, all the movie. Exp- it's crazy that you've been in so many movies that are iconic, right? Like, do you ever step back and just go, "That's kind of crazy that"? I mean, Lord of the Rings. I think Goonies. there's got to be another, like, when's the next one coming? <laughs> I, I, you feel I feel like, like I'm due, yeah. Totally. Yeah, I feel like it's... Not, I'm not s- desperate about it. I just feel like, you know, I yeah. don't know what it's going to be. What, I mean, so Rudy was right after Goonies? Rudy well, not right after. You were what? Ten years apart. Yeah. yeah. Goonie, Rudy, Goonies, Rudy, and Lord of the Rings are ten years apart. Then it's been ten years since... I like how you just stuttered and you just said Goonie Rudy, but maybe combine the two movies for the next one. Maybe that's maybe finally you take the two iconic movies and you do Goonie Rudy. Don't you guys see? Don't you realize? If you let me in for a play, I could. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to dress for one game. It's funny doing the characters as other. I had this image once. I swear I don't do drugs. But I don't have to. But like you know, a peyote yeah. trip would be like if there was a box with all the different characters I played, watching them interact with each other. Oh my god! Wouldn't that be cool. You That'd be do that for any actor, really. What's your favorite role of all time? Like what jumps out in the front of your mind? Best role you've done. Great question. Uh, it's it's it's. Uh, I've decided with my kids now. We're not doing favorites anymore because it's too hard. But um, those three that I mentioned. But there's one. I I, I did a character called Two Flower. That's gonna be too hard to describe this on the comedy show. It's uh, <laughs> you got like uh, uh, J.K. Rawlings, wow. Tolkien, uh, C.S. Lewis. They're, yep. they're those writers who are. And there's another guy named Terry Pratchett who, in the rest of the English-speaking world, uh, other than America, actually, if you go to America, if you go to like the bottom of the fantasy uh, shelf, he's got like twenty bucks. And he did the twelve or thirteen or more are called the Disc World series. And he's got this idea. This is another like drug induced thing. The there's a, a galactic sized turtle floating endlessly in space. Wow. His his name is the Great Atchewin, <laughs> and on the back of the turtle rests four continent sized elephants. What? And on the back of the elephants on their backs is the whole of the Disc World. Which from outer space would look like the Earth, but if you get down sideways to it, it's flat. So, and my character, Two Flower, is the first tourist to the disc world. Awesome. And he goes with his flower print shirt and his box camera that when he takes a picture of something, a little guy inside starts painting it. And he's like, I need more magenta! I need more magenta! I need more magenta. Yeah. Holy shit. So I had a lot of fun playing that character. <sighs> That's, That's also, you just described Scientology. I did. <laughs> Assumably, there are assassins and, uh, and wizards and uh, brigands and all this kind of stuff, like in Scientology. Oh, my God. Well, uh, I mean, Rudy was... Hold on, is that out yet, by the way? Yeah, when the is it coming out? Uh, it was a Sky TV event for... Uh, for yeah. England, Where can so. we find it? I don't know. Online? Google, dude. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, what can you find? It's called The Color of Magic. Perfect. Color That's of magic. what I was looking yeah. for. Uh, some of the Rudy experience. Sacking a quarterback in front of 69,000 screaming Irish What was fans. it like walking into that stadium, first of all? I mean... You know, I... I don't know. The Touchdown Jesus thing is pretty, kind of is pretty cool. Yep. You know, the building with, the, with the, the painting of... Were you a football fan growing up? Yeah. But all I knew about Notre Dame was Johnny O'Keefe on Saturdays. We'd go into his house and like he wouldn't want to play softball during Notre Dame games. That's, that's what I knew. I didn't know much about it that it was a big Catholic school in the middle of the country and so forth and my wife is actually from Indiana we got oh, married shit. and a few months she was there she was actually in uh, Encino Man remember she was in a scene with us yeah dude yeah. wait what, who, who did you which she one was, Robin she was sitting Tooney right by, no no 
Oh, my uh, God. She was sitting right next to Robin, behind you. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, you were at the mountain, so what do you care? Dude, good score, right? <laughs> <laughs> I scored. I scored. Where in Indiana? Uh, Northern Indiana, right near Lake Michigan. It's called LaPorte or Rolling Prairie. The Population region. 800. The region, yeah. South yeah. Bend. Yeah, dude. I, you I, played there. I played there Mishawaka. Yeah, Mishawaka, right there. She's right from Mish- right next to there. Yeah. So they have a really good target there. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. It's true. What was more exhilarating as a movie moment for you? Running out on the field for <clears throat> for the first time uh, as I mean, Rudy. Um, the running thing would have to be the sack. That's the one to compare it to. Okay. The sack. Okay. Uh, so well, let's take that moment. Uh, finding the treasure uh, in Goonies. Which okay, when you slide, when you go down the slide finally and you get in the water and you the guys see ship? the ship or uh, discovering uh, Brennan Fraser and uh, uh, a Stone Age. Um, creature caveman mm. caveman well brendan was naked so i'd have to go with that <laughs> <laughs> do we have any sort of ding uh sound effect because i think that's the right answer yeah wow <laughs> he had all that like slimy stuff all over him that was meant to look like ice yeah yeah i'm not saying he was i was into him <laughs> i'm just I'm saying, saying i can appreciate a I'm nice piece saying, of if you're human talking, flesh he was, he was well defined i mean that was he was he was uh, he was really in shape at that <laughs> he time he had great good. calves he had great calves um do we have the music queued up if you have calves and abs, can they be cabs? Can you have there ca- it is. You could, you could be a That's cab a driver. Yeah, I was working on it. It's yeah. not. They're not all great. Do the speech after the break. But you're just tra- yeah. throwing it out there. Now, any um, any news on the Hobbit? Is it coming out this year? Yeah, it's in a few months. Yeah, and uh, Samwise not in it. Samwise not in it. I don't get to be in it. Should be. Just write it in. We should write it in. Yeah. Well, how do we talk to uh, Peter Jackson about getting you in it? The internet. <laughs> Adam on That's Facebook. That's my answer to everything you say. <laughs> Google. Uh, I, I believe the boat has sailed on that one. I believe yeah. I'm in the Grey Havens now. Yeah. Do you get a? Oh, that's right. That's great. actually I don't know if Sam does get to go to the Grey Havens. So you film? He does. It's heaven. Now we're getting dorky. I think, I so think he, he does because he's tortured and he, he does get to go to the Grey Havens. Mark has the biggest boner right now. Like, <laughs> fifteen years. He has yeah. fifteen kids. He has. Yeah, and then he finishes the, the book. Yeah, and then he goes. Oh, he does right, go over. So the, my, yeah. Thank you for confirming my. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Do I have to leave now? Can I stay? <laughs> I finally pulled back like huge thing. <laughs> By the way, Mark's our make a wish guest. I don't know if you uh I want to I love Mark. We should great. Yeah, yeah, man. You know? yeah. And he doesn't yeah. talk too much. No, That's he's he but he's got great sound bites though. I'm here just to compliment the show. He threw down knowledge. That's what so I'm he just did. Jealous. What did you say about the mayor? Sam, his character becomes the mayor right. of um, the Shire for many, many years afterwards and has these kids because he's immortal because he had War of the Rings, so he's alive. I'm immortal? Uh, I'm immortal? In the movie, right? in the show. I mean, the book. <laughs> in the, movie, I didn't, in the show, in the book. You learn book. something I'm every go, time. I'm going to jump off the globe here at Universal. <laughs> <laughs> As it turns out, <laughs> <laughs> we regret to inform you that... You were not immortal. I didn't realize that Sam was immortal, so we, I learned something new. Thank you for that. Yeah, he can't. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what, we do, that's what we do on this podcast. we got to take a quick break. Uh, more with Sandy Danto, Mark Sarotella, and Rudy, Mr. Sean Aston on the About Last Night podcast. A lot more coming back. Stick around. Rock and roll. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. 
the Kings can wear their crown. The Stanley Cup comes to Los Angeles for the first time ever. A Stanley Cup for the Los Angeles Kings. Own the 2012 NHL champs on Blu-ray combo pack and DVD. Justin Penner has sent the Kings to the final. Get exclusive Blu-ray content, including extended interviews and parade celebration. What a move by Kopitar. Experience the historical run. Save by quick. Own the official NHL Los Angeles Kings 2012 Stanley Cup champions on Blu-ray combo pack and DVD July 20. Hey, it's Heidi and Frank for scorebig.com. There's been two ways to get tickets up until now. You can go to the venue or team site and buy your tickets directly, or you could go to the big ticket sellers, the scalpers, if the tickets for the really big events are sold out. And you can pay way, way over face value. Who wants to do that? Who would do that? Nobody! That's stupid. Yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. Thanks to scorebig.com, a great website where you always pay less than retail, and you never, ever, ever pay any ticketing fees at scorebig.com, and you can save up to 60% on tickets. Every ticket on the Scorebig website is below retail price. Guaranteed. Great events. Lakers, Clippers, Kings, USC, UCLA, Basketball, Disney Hall, Kevin Theater. Mention specific teams in a list. Well, you did. <laughs> and uh, I think that's uh, perfect the way you did Those that. were teams in Southern California, but Scorebig.com is everywhere. everywhere. I just had a, I got a global. Tweet. I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved 30%. Awesome. Thanks, Scorebig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at Scorebig.com is what you pay. Always listen to retail, never any fees, scorebig.com. Then type in Heidi and Frank to get uh, the, the passcode. Skip the line. Yeah. Start shopping right away. V- get your tickets today. VIP treatment. Don't here. wait. <laughs> type in Heidi and Frank. Do it right now. What are you still sitting here for? S-C-O-R-E-B-I-G.com. Proof why I was never a cheerleader. I can't spell. There's more proof than that. If you haven't been listening to Joey Medina... Yeah, I never take a picture of my cock flaccid. I mean, that I won't do. Oh, no. Never. <laughs> it's a flaccid dick. A flaccid cock looks ugly. Flaccid? Just sitting there bored. Just yes. Like, <laughs> this is the smallest version. <laughs> looks like a little turtle just hanging out. Just hanging oh, flaccid dick should never see the light no. of day. You ever. know what? Matter of fact, dicks should be... Never. Dicks should be innies until they have to come out. Just like a fucking turtle. Joey Medina. Thursdays at 8 Pacific. Only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Now back to About Last Night. On the Toad Hop Network. Yo. We are back. About Last Night. Here at the Toad Hop Network. Adam Ray. Sandy Danto. Mark Saratella. Mr. Sean Astin. We're talking movies. We're talking comedy. Uh... Paulie and Sean are reuniting. And it feels so good. <laughs> Sean, where did you say your first stand-up experience was? The Laugh Factory? First and only was the Laugh Factory, yeah. And why? It was you, the worst. It was do you remember a, any of the jokes? Because we were talking about that earlier. It about wasn't our, a joke. I didn't do jokes. I did like... Public I, appearance? Well, no, I was like... <laughs> it's so I was literally... I was out there. I was really out there. I was having a moment like where I wasn't quite... Like with reality for a minute. Wow, we've all been there. When was this? This was right after Lord of the Rings came out, and the fame thing had like really. Like, I was I just going to ask that. Wow. that. I mean, I can't. There's really no bigger movie in the last. Do when? I mean, movies. especially movies, man. Like that was a di- right a different level of fame where you just like it was. Uh, it was unbelievable. It was talk, unbelievable. Talk I mean, about they, that, they made like four, Well, it's just you know, it's like it's like you'd expect with anybody where you literally there was. Now I can go out and whatever, but the the there was a period of time where I could go nowhere without being kind of like get, people getting so excited. My daughter would call it a people storm. Daddy, is there going to be a people storm if we go to the it's restaurant? Adorable. I'm like, I don't know if we're going to be. So um, where like, so, aggressive fans or I mean just sometimes, but just just, just even too positive. Much. Yeah, hey dude, blah blah blah. 
and like you oh. know, all the time. It's like that. It's, it can, Did it can, you ever get Star Wars fans like? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a Star Wars guy, so I was. I agreed with them. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is not yeah, Star bullshit, Trek. Man. Lord of the Rings is not Star Trek. I don't think Star Wars fans have anything against Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> okay. Chewbacca can totally take the dwarf. So, right. like, yeah. Um, so it just got out of control. I mean, so it, it wasn't out of control. It just was a lot, and I kind of lost my my balance a little bit. I think I lost my set grip on reality. If you're not getting bit. treated like a normal person on a consistent basis by people outside of the people that you're... But I also, like, I had lo- I had gotten really fat to play Samwise Gamgee, and mm-hmm. then I really didn't want to be fat anymore. I didn't want that to be, like, my career as the fat guy, so I had lost... Chris Farley. Like, well... I got pigeonholed. I, uh, <laughs> and I just ran with it. Well, I waddled with it. <laughs> Chris, where do you live? I live in a van down by the river. Now, I, I was in a high rise in Chicago. But I came back to haunt your dreams. Uh, so, so you don't want to be you don't want to be chunky anymore. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it makes me just sad watching his uncomfortable face. It's pretty good though. Um, no, the, the uh, so but there was just this moment where I was a little unhinged. I was uh, we had financial things like I didn't get paid anywhere near what you'd think for Lord of the Rings in fact I got like well <clears throat> underpaid for it so we were going to like lose the house that we were in which Jesus. was going to be okay oh, it wasn't bad we we're going to like get we had equity in it so we could do another it just was a time of real tumult and I was wanting to direct episodes of TV so I was quote unquote observing other directors which is where you, you, you like follow them around not saying anything for a week and you can already tell that's like hard job for me you'd be <laughs> Dude, yeah, Mark. the best observer. Where do you apply ever. for this job? <laughs> <laughs> you just show Closer. up until somebody tells you to leave. But the uh, but and but there was no there was no like schedule I was following. There was no order to my life. Sure. I was it just any minute you think you know you can get a phone call. Boom! Now you're over here on the cover of this magazine. Now you get a phone call. Now you're waiting at the DMV Jesus, for three hours. Now you do, man. and you just didn't know what you're doing. Like everybody, really, but it was I was I'm a and type A, so I because they they did a thing with the Lord of the Rings where they had you under one contract for the all the three whole movies. yeah it was basically like one movie so they couldn't people couldn't like negotiate leverage no, for more no, yeah no, yeah no two hundred fifty thousand for two years that's it. Look at the look in his face. That's like how I looked when you just did Farley. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Paulie, uh, did you ever make two hundred fifty thousand for a movie? Yeah, I did. My first movie it was with uh, with the girl from Pretty in Pink. What's her name again? Molly Ringwald. Yeah, Molly Ringwald. It was uh, it was uh, I don't remember the name. I of actually the movie. look at him like I'm actually totally hearing. You like, forget. I, yeah. Do you, if he knows the fa- the data. Of well, what the movie was and how much he got. Well, and who was your girlfriend it. in Encino Man that he named? You're the Avatar. <gasps> You're an Avatar. Shit. <laughs> 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 but anyway, so I the the so so I lost all this weight. So just my neurology was a little messed up, sure. and I was also um, so I'm traveling down. I was I was kind of angry and stuff. And at a certain point, and the finances. At a certain point, my dad kept saying things to me like, "What do you really want to do?" Your dad ever say that to you? Like, what do you yeah. really want to do? And I was like, I don't know. So I started thinking, like, where is that place in your body, in your mind, where you go to that goes, yes, this is something I want? And, like, I located it. It's, like, right in the dead middle of your body, in the center. Sure. Right? And you go, do you want to pick up this microphone? Yeah, I do. I, yeah. Ch- I just checked. Yeah. I checked with that part of me, right? Wow. So I started, I started, like, being a little extreme about it for a day. And I was like, do I want to walk over there? Do I want to pick up this cup? Wow. Do I want to do this? And my wife would say, like, do you want to go to dinner? And it would take me like nine minutes. Well, I decided whether it was something like, well, I really tried to listen to myself to see if I wanted to do it. Hey, there's a lot of value in really taking your time and making a decision. It was an interesting experiment. Sure. But, but, and at a certain point, I realized that it was kind of a character. 
Yeah, it, it takes, kinda, t- it takes way too fucking long, guy, to decide where to go to dinner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody knows that guy. Well, yeah. I, I... It's Olive Garden or BJ's. Where do you want to go, Sean? Yeah. And you well, felt like the weight loss affected the neurology? I think it did. I think right. I was a little, like, spacey and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Why? We just skipped over that. I didn't know, like, if you meant, like, weight loss. If you felt like it, it was all part of it. And brain. Okay. I lost weight really fast. Right. Like, I was running two hours a day on the treadmill, and I was down to, like, a thousand calories. And, like, your body, when you put your body through that kind right, of yeah. stress, yeah. you, you definitely... Yeah, you go crazy. So, uh... So I had been down at Alvera Street watching Family Law. I was freezing cold because I didn't bring a jacket. They, they gave me a Family Law windbreaker Perfect. to wear. And then I'm sitting there, and I actually I, I, I felt a lump. In your rectum. Yes. I thought you meant like the guy You know what's great? Like, that I knew exactly. <laughs> well, this is I a joke. You, I felt the lump. There was a hand inside of my ass. <laughs> no, no, okay. Well, you're, you, this is the thing. You know what's so, great is I knew exactly what you were talking about. I know, and I, I haven't even had a you know, lump or a finger up there. So I, well, the so I go, I go, uh, I, I, I talk to the guy who I'm following. He's, I was like, do you think I should have that looked at? I have to go back to New Zealand in like a week or something. And he's like, I would. So I get on the phone. I'm driving you know, into LA. That was downtown. So I'm driving back to like West LA, calling my doctor. Listen, I think I need to have this looked at before I leave and blah, blah, blah. So I go in there, and right. So I go into the doctor's office, and he looks at it, and he he does the finger thing, puts it, you know, pow, puts the finger thing what on. What kind there. of a sound does it make? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Who not does the, the finger. pow? That's the, the glove. That's, that's the, the glove. Going that's not on. the finger in the butt. That's the <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay extra for the foot pow. For the foot pow. <laughs> not even in a Batman comic book did a foot pow like action word pop into so, a bubble. So he it like goes in there, and the second he does it, I la- he says that he, he can tell that it's nothing. It's a Right. It's a, a, a sister. No, no, no. It's a hemorrhoid. Jesus. It's a hemorrhoid. No big deal. No big deal. No, Creams, no, ointments. Nothing. Sleep. Like go home and don't be an idiot. You no know? Preparation. Be an idiot. So, so, but what, just, what do you use? Preparation. Preparation. Right. Right. H, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, that's yeah. So, uh, is that your first attempt at a poly? Well, the first one, yeah. That was great. Well, uh, it wasn't a scripted poly from the movie. Right. But anyhow, so <laughs> the guy sticks his finger in there, right? And he says it's nothing. So I'm so relieved. Sure. At the that moment you just start that he says shitting it, everywhere. Oh, just really, and he puts a finger there, and I kind of laugh. Right. Which is like breaking the doctor finger in the ass etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last you thing laugh, you want. You don't laugh at that. Right? So, so you know, there's a, okay. So then I get in the car. I'm going to go back down to, uh, to uh, back downtown. Yeah. And as I'm driving, and my mother had just the night before, when I went on this whole rant on the phone with her, was I had her peeing, literally peeing on the on the phone, saying, "You have to do this as stand up. You have to do this. You're so good at stand up. You got to do this." So that's in my mind. This is a great story, by right? the way. Holy okay. shit! So, well, this is this is your thing, right? Yeah. This is the first yeah. comic story. Okay. Yeah, man. So I, uh, so I, I'm driving, <laughs> and what do I see? Like a beacon, calling to my, you know, newly dislocated from reality, happy to be alive, pissed off that I'm losing my house. Sure, your mom just peed on your phone. phone. Right, exactly. Her phone. So uh, so (laughs) it was Laugh Factory. So I'm like, I have this moment. I'm like, this is a moment of truth. And it was raining out. I'm like, oh, no. Wow. It's a story. I'm like, this is a story. You know what I love about that story? So you go on stage and you tell that story? So I pull over. And I pull right up and I jump out. Oh, and I and by the way, I had I wanted to give the head of New Line this bottle of Sky Vodka. The reason Sky Vodka because I was at a party and the guy from who who uh, Maurice Dunbar I think is his name who invented it, who learned how to distill it, gave it to me. And I'm like, I'm gonna get. I knew that uh, Bob was a big a uh, uh, big drinker. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying to find some way to get eye to eye with those guys so that I can get more money out of them. And uh, so I'm gonna go and give him this this 
like token. So the more I, I don't know what to carry it in. I carry it in my briefcase, my like black whatever briefcase, and that looks appropriate on the set of the TV show. Sure. So I stop there, give him the thing, take the briefcase, go downtown, get a thing, blah blah blah. This is my day. So then I pull over and I get out and I'm like, I'm gonna do the character. <laughs> And what I'm going to do is, like, I'm going to go on stage and I'm just going to behave, like, with, I'm going to tell the doctor story and sure. I'm going to behave with that kind of thing. So I put the windbreaker on and I look like a crazy person. Do they, yeah, now they, yeah. do they bring you so up I, as, so, as no, I, I Jay Meshuggah? No, no, no. I walk up and, uh, and, and they go, what, what, what are you doing here? I said, I'm here to go on stage. And they're like, in um, that? What? They're like, in that windbreaker? No. No, well, they, well they're definitely looking at me sure. like, okay, like a guy who goes up on stage and commits suicide, like that guy, right? Like, <laughs> like Michael Richards. I, I'm, Michael, yeah, like I'm, I'm holding a bag, right? That you don't know what's in it, and it doesn't look like a bag you'd normally bring oh, to a comedy shit. store. Right? So <laughs> well, holding, first of all, yeah, how many comics bring a, a briefcase before they go up on stage? Right? So, but, uh, but I'm doing the character. I'm nervous because yeah. I, don't, I'm, I shouldn't be doing this. So, uh, so they go, what do you, I said, I think I'm pretty sure that I'm destined to be on that stage in about 20 minutes from now. And they go, what do you, and this is the kind of thing I could kind of Jedi mind trick people yeah. for a little bit for about two weeks. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, and, and the guy's like, uh, I don't know if you're not on the list. I don't know. And so he, he, uh, he looks over <laughs> and, and, uh, and Bob, Bob Saget walks up. Great. And Bob goes, you know hey, Bob? Sean. Yeah. He goes, hey, Sean, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, Bob, how are you doing? And I didn't want to like break the character because if I, if he ended up like putting me on stage, I wouldn't have, I'd be like an idiot. Yep. I don't have a, a set or I don't have a, I'm just like a guy. And the right. only thing I know I'm going to do is this character. So are and, you method in that way or are you just not like, usually, I got to just say. I was this, I'm telling you, I was hallucinating. <clears throat> I was like totally out of body and Jesus space and mind. So I, so, so, and then the big black bouncer guy looks at me and he goes, oh, he's all right. He just doesn't seen Jesus. He's all right. He's on G and like that. And I'm like. That's exactly right. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> essentially, I have. And so Bob Saget talked to me, and the, the owner of the Laugh Factory, who's... Jamie Masada. Jamie Masada. Hey, buddy, buddy. Yeah, yeah, hey, buddy, come on, come on. What are you doing? Rudy, what are you doing? Are you okay? Do the Rudy are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And he's like, let me see in the bag. <laughs> and I show him the bag. There's nothing in it. It's an empty bag. <laughs> but I thought it worked for the character. And they're like, listen. So I, at that moment, if I would have walked on stage, it was going to be awesome. Because I was in the zone were, at that moment. You were ready. But right before we go on... He fucks me up. He goes, now don't get scared. Oh, God. And I'm like, Who, I'm not Bob scared. or Jamie? Jamie. No, Bob's just like, go do it, go do it. Bob is just like. I was like, I put my fingers in Kimmy Gibbler. No, I'm just kidding. I put my hand in there. You <laughs> right, know, yeah. right, right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he, so I go, so he goes, okay, when the red light goes on, you're off the stage, no matter what. I said, I need two minutes. He goes, if you give, after 30 seconds of the red light, you go off. I was like, okay. And, and he, 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 said, he said, so you're not nervous? I said, no, I feel really good. And he says, do you, you know, so, but then he says, well, you never know when you get out there, you get scared. And I'm like, he's yeah. trying to knock oh, me off. He's like, trying hey. to fuck with you. So, uh, so I walk up there. Really, so he goes up and he says, everybody, uh, we have a surprise, special guest, you know, Sean Astin from Rudy and uh, Goonies and Lord of the Rings is here. And, and let's welcome up to Sean Astin, right? So I walk up onto the stage, good applause, but I walk slow. And what I'm thinking to myself is, do I want to take this next step? Yeah. Do I want to take this next step? Do I want to look? And just before I get to the microphone, do I want to turn my head and look at him? And I turn and look, big laugh. Because it's funny. It's yeah, like a guy, yeah, totally. I look like it's, I'm like Kramer. I don't know what I'm doing. Sure. A thing. So then do I want to set the bag down? And they're kind of like waiting. To, what's he going to do? What's, what's he going to do? Next? do? Yeah. So I kind of like set the bag down and lift it up. Now on the video of it, I don't think you can hear the laughs, but I swear to God they were there. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> All right, so, Sean Aston. So Nobody go, gets a bag drop laugh. So I yeah. stand up and, and I go, I just came from the doctor's office. They're always saying that. Comics, you're always going, I just got off a plane. Sure. I just yeah, did yeah, the thing. I just broke up with my girlfriend. I literally just fucking came from the yeah, doctor's office did. seconds earlier. Yeah. I go, I just came from the doctor's office. 
And for the first time in my life, I had another man's finger in my ass. And I kind of liked it. <laughs> now, I was going to go on and say something about, like, because maybe I knew I was alive and sure. something like that and, and do, like, something fun. Like, like just two, 90 seconds would have been enough to feel sure. like I scored and, and walk off. And I could have gone off that fast. But then I look up and I see the lights on. I barely said anything. Jesus. The bar- and they were well, laughing. Well, it's part of the character. You take a lot of time, obviously. Yeah. No, you took nine minutes to get on. Okay. No, no, no. It All wasn't right. that long. It wasn't that long. It was, they were nervous. They were, and I think what happened was I spaced for a second. Sure. Like, not knowing where I was going to go with it. And I think he must have sensed it or whatever, and he turns the light on. And I look up at it, and it pisses me off. And I go... Of course. Took you out of it. it took, I was told... I was done. Sure. I was cooked. And, uh, and, and a guy goes... Sometimes they just leave it on from the last, last come. It could be. It could be. But I looked up at... And, and the guy, the heckler, just like always the one guy, sure. uh, I, I honestly can't remember what... He's like, hey, you guys! No, he, that would have been fine. No, yeah. he goes, do this... Like, he was pissed. Like, what, like, like he didn't say anything pissed... But his whole like, like you he owed him something. He didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be alive. Sure, there's like, always he, that guy. You know, he's just like. Uh, but at the same time, this is what he goes. He says, "He goes, do the speech from Rudy." <laughs> like he was literally going to do like something. Like it still bad. wouldn't make him happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. You like suck. just do it. Just I'm not going to be happy about <laughs> it. No, no, no. It's like, what you're here it. for. It's yeah. what you do. Like you suck as a comic. Get off the fucking stage. But Bummer. before you leave, can you do the Rudy thing? And so I go. Well, I would, but the light's on. Oh, and I said, nice. I have to go. They, nice. And I was told to get off the stage Suck when the light's ass, on. Heckler. And I do what I'm told. And, and, uh, and then they all start chanting, Rudy. Okay. Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> that plan backfired. And, I, and then I go back into the character. <laughs> You're like, hey, man, I ain't doing shit. Right? Rudy, Rudy. So all right, I'll do the speech. I turn and I look up and I look at the light and I go, the light's still not on. I go to leave and then he turns it off. So I pull the, I, I pull up a uh, stool and I get up on the stool. We're going to go inside, outside, inside, and outside. Whoa, 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 whoa. Save it. Oh, sorry. Save it. What did you? Anyhow, that's my. That was my. And no, then no, I no, walk no, out no, afterwards, no. and Saget goes. You know, it was kind of funny. It was a good start. Like I thought you were going to say, like he left his finger in your ass, or or something. Like, <laughs> like he was like, work on it. And then, uh, and then the owner was like, you got to, you got to write something. Yeah. You just a freestyle. If you write something, you'll be great. You'll be you got to come in there. Yeah. That's what he said. I was what like, a all great, right. What a Did great you get a story. standing ovation for that speech when you were done with it? I can't remember. How I was hallucinating. Right. I was so. I'm hallucinating yeah. now, telling the story. If uh, you look, if you look at it, if you look at the video of it now, because I saw the video online. I'm sure there is. We I, had more I, I time. I pulled up. Right I now. just look kind of like ago? I look off. Really, I look a little off. Well, I can't, well, now that we have the story, like anytime you can hear the behind the scenes piece yeah. of any video, yeah. you're that much more interested to watch yeah. it. So I can't. Well, this wait is to, the first time I've ever been able to vindicate myself well, in a feels comedic, good, professional. Yeah. Is this professional? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're not getting paid. We're all professionals. Now yeah. you're gonna get. Do you want some of my sprite? No. Nope. Okay. You know what's uh, good too? Like during yeah. your um during your like celebrity meltdown, all you did is stand up. He didn't like wind up doing something. Yeah. It's like, right. I did a weird stand-up set. That's not too much of a fall from grace. Mark, uh, what was your? Do you remember your first time on stage? First time on stage was it? Uh, first joke. First joke. It was something about the Wheel of Fortune, and I thought I was gonna be like Sam Kinison. I just remember screaming about like. I pulled the wheel, and I was like, "What if Sam Kinison did this?" I remember screaming. My best friends were in the front row. I felt like wind down my face. Like in the room, it's always windy. Your first time, it's like <laughs> <laughs> something blowing on me. Right great now. experience. And it's just like you. There was the light, and then I got off, and my friends were like, "That was okay." <laughs> I was like, "So you're gonna try to do this again?" Yeah, and I was like, and then I didn't see friends for probably like three months. Come back to the show, <laughs> and then I'd, yeah, I just I just remember yelling a lot. Yeah. 
Because you're, I mean, you're just you're the first time you're you have nothing to go off of. You have like uh, you know stuff a you've seen, a lot of slept. adrenaline. You're trying to like not yeah. speed through your shit. You want to make sure you say everything that you wrote down. Uh, my, first... I think it'd be easier to be like uh, like Stephen Wright, where yeah. the character is thinking. Yeah. Oh, he. I mean, and then you say sure. your thing, and then you think. What was your first? Well, the first joke I did, uh, and again, I had friends. Did you have friends come out to your show? By the way, of course you did, right? Yeah, the first one you yeah. said, yeah, and then they didn't come again. Right, I mean, I feel like too because you, you know, now it's like you could care less if you want your friends out, but you, I mean, you know, uh, that's a good joke too, by the way, the wheel of fortune thing, because that's relatable to everybody. And Sam Kinison was big at the time. No, he wasn't. He was dead. Oh, 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 oh! Twenty dollars out like that. Oh, exactly. Paulie, uh, Sam used to, Kinison used to come to. Dude, I used to open for him, and then later in his career, he opened for me. Sam Kinison babysat Pauly Shore. He was his babysitter. So was, uh, yeah, uh, he did cocaine off my forehead. Oh, 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 oh! You wish it was your forehead! <laughs> first, first joke I did, I used. I would say how I used to go into the gym uh, at 24 Hour Fitness in Seattle when I grew up, and I would walk by, and there's always naked old men in the gym, right? And you always have to, you know, you're always going to walk by and see their old naked balls and all that stuff. It's a eucalyptus branch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is your spam. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's funny. That's what I would, you know, and that's and that, and that was the joke. You just talked about. <laughs> no, I'm just pulling the penis. No, so I, uh, so I'd walk by, I'd see these old naked man balls. And I uh, and so in the joke I would say you know and I would do it and I but then I would I would be disgusted but then I would go and have these great workouts you know so then in my head I was starting to get conditioned to think that like I'm having these great workouts because I'm seeing eighty year old balls before I go do my power cleans so then now I got to the point where I was walking into the gym being like excuse me sir do you mind if I see your nuts real quick uh, I got to try to top my bench press weight this week that's good <laughs> I, mean, right, I, I like mean, well, I mean you know there's some sort of beginning that's not as of realistic like, I'd be home with like um, you know uh, like uh, social security porn. <laughs> <laughs> Way too expensive, those passwords. Sandy, what was your uh, first? My first? Uh, well, I did it at, part, like at parties in college. I, I spent like a... When I decided I was going to do stand-up, I spent like a year writing material, and I don't think I've used any of that material. Can ever. I be honest with you, man? You don't seem like you partied in college. <laughs> Me? Yeah. You know what? I went to college with the attitude like I'm I was totally going to take it... Right now. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, okay. I went to... I, you just meant you didn't look like you went to college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which college, man? Were you just that dude who just showed up at college? Like, I'm in college, too. Like, we never, we never the guy in Real Genius? The, the guy in Real Genius who lived in the walls? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't want to go to college. My parents made me, but... Uh, really? You went to uh, IU? Yeah, I went to Indiana. <gasps> oh, that's uh, what you're asking? Yeah, you yeah. Uh, I... Went to college with the attitude like I, my partying days are behind me. I did enough of that in high school and middle school. <laughs> middle school, <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'm going to take this seriously. I'm this education is really expensive. And then like the first day, somebody's like Belushi, Belushi, and then I was like, No, 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 I don't really look like him. And then everybody called me that, and I had to live up to it after that. Yeah, here we go again. And uh, college was just you definitely felt pressure to live up to that, huh? Yeah, totally. I mean, like, I was in a new state, living on my own. For also, the first it's immediate time. acceptance, which right. everybody oh, yeah. wants. If you're immediately just like, oh, here's my group, and I'm this guy, yep. there we go. I don't have yeah. to spend college trying to figure it but out. You're like a comedic diamond. That pressure was just forging you the yeah, whole time. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, that's how I that's how I came to the conclusion that that I was going to do this. I was like, in college, going through like six majors. I was like, what am I going to do with my life? What am I the best at? That I don't have to try that hard to do. 
and I could be. <laughs> That's ha- America. God and, bless. Him. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I could be happy doing for the rest of my life. And I was like, then somebody walked by. They're like, "What's up, Palouche?" I was like, "I've never had a hard time making friends or making people laugh, and I could be happy doing that the rest of my life." You're one of the funniest people I know. Oh, stop. You are. Well, my first joke was, "I know I look like a famous comedian." Janine Garofalo. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That what do you good. say? I'm not here to. Can I'll you just... do her? You can do an impression of her? <laughs> no, but I, I bet I could if I if I was totally familiar with her work. Yeah, yeah, I for sure could. Uh, my first show was at Westwood Bruco. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! This... I grew up there. Really? Oh yeah, it's, dude. That they do a comedy show in the up uh, almost every night of the week. I think that was we had the premiere for Rudy there, like the party premiere party. Is he really? We're it's a great about, like, bar, right? Lacan or whatever that is. Yep. Like, right yeah. There. Yep. Yeah. It's on the corner. And and you know there's karaoke in that top left corner? Now, back in the day there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, it was an open mic, but I had like 20 of my friends come up. Of course. Open and, mic is harder than actual, I think. Oh, totally. yeah, it's way harder. It's well, it's, way harder. it's mostly always just comics who are judging you. Yeah. And we're trying to be like, oh, I want, like, whoa, that's and then a funny other joke. other people that haven't started doing comedy but want to judge other people and be like, oh, that doesn't look that hard. I could do that. Yeah. But the premise of it. The premise of the open mic is that you're not a professional. Yeah. The premise is that you're going to take a shot and see how you do. Yeah. Whereas if you go on stage, the expectation is that you need to deliver. Yeah. Right. My yeah. Feeling. Yeah. Uh, we've got just a few minutes left, and we uh, we mentioned this earlier, the Rudy speech, and uh, we got the music queued up. Would oh, you yeah. mind jumping in? Now, before we jump into it, first of all, thank you for being here. Anytime you want to come back, and I hope you do, Sean. Do you, when do you that. normally do it? Mondays from 3 to 4. Oh, that's a drive. Are you around? Is it a drive? No, I'm kidding. I'll give you gas money. I'll give you more Sprite, dude. How good <laughs> I, was that Sprite? Fun. This well, is fun. I could be like an extra host. Anytime. Are any of these people going to listen to my show? Yes. Hundreds well, plug your show right now. It's called Vox Populi, Voice of the Occasionally Interested People, and it's on Thursdays at noon, and it's about politics. And it is just as fun and funny as this. No, it's not. But it's really cool. And what, do you have a, you have a Twitter? Uh, oh, yeah, Twitter. Sorry. At, um, well, there's two. Okay, do them. The 40,000 fan one is at Sean Astin. Okay. S-E-A-N-A-S-T-I-N. Yeah. And the other one is at host Vox Populi. Perfect. At host Vox Perfect. Popular. Vox Populi is Latin for voice of the people. Nice. I don't know if comedy people know that. Polly knows that. Dude, I'm Vox fluent Popul- in Latin, bro. Polly's the voice of the people. Big Latin. Sandy, plug your uh, your Twitter and your website and all that. At Sandy Danto, spelled like the adjective S-A-N-D-Y-D-A-N-T-O, uh, sandydanto.com. I'm doing a show. If anyone out there listens this will air to next Monday. the Detroit area, then? August 25th, Perfect. Magic Bag in Ferndale. Perfect. What was the first one? What? The first one you said? The first thing you plugged? My, my Twitter? At Sandy Danto? Yeah, you did it like uh, you did it like Sammy Davis Jr. At Sandy Danto, at, baby. At, yeah. at, at Sandy Danto. At Sandy Danto. Yes. All the cool cats are on Twitter, baby. All the cool cats are on Twitter. Best place is just my website, markscomedy.com, and I have links to all those right on the front page. And Mark uh, books, uh, Comedy Juice is the hottest <clears throat> Excuse me, show in the country. Comedy Juice? <laughs> Yeah, yes. it's me, uh, Rabbi Slossman from Temple Beth Shalom. And, uh, <laughs> Howie Mandel. Yeah. Howie Mandel. How, Jeff Goldblum is Jeff, doing Jeff it. Jeff Goldblum's He's kids are doing it. Uh, and Mark, uh, the Comedy Juice is uh, Wednesday in Hollywood, Thursday uh, passing at the Ice House, Irvine Improv on Tuesdays, the Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego, Marshall Lair's comic. Mark, where are you performing uh, next? Uh, I'm, I'm actually here at Lovitz on Saturday. Oh, this is airing on Monday. Yeah. It's on my website. It's my calendar. I'm over. I'm headlining in San Francisco. I'm going to New York for a week in August. Um, 
I would do probably five to seven shows in Hollywood every. Just check your website. website all your dates, Facebook. Then. Those are the best places. Uh, I'm at at Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter. Uh, all my uh, videos, uh, AdamRayTV.com, and uh, and uh, shows and all my dates are on there. But I'll be doing that movie for a little while. Uh, you got any tips for me? For doing a movie? First movie. Um, don't grab her arm. Perfect. Again, uh, again, <laughs> we got the music queued up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm Adam Ray. Thanks for listening to About Last Night. Here's Sean Astin with the famous speech from Rudy. Let's cue that music up. Can't remember now. You can improvise. I know. I'm just trying to think if I should start with the. Uh, is there a line uh, I need to give you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, the, the speech is: uh, We're going to go inside, outside, inside, and outside. We're going to get them on the run, boys. And once we get them on the run, we're going to keep them on the run. And then we're going to go, 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 go. We're not going to stop until we get across that goal line. Today's the day. We're going to win. What do you say, man? Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Wow. We, I really believed you were going to go out there. But I was, this, I'm not sure this music sounds like the bit when you... I don't know where I'll be then, Rock. But I'll know about it. Rudy, what do you yeah. want to do with your life? That's <laughs> <laughs> not the line. <laughs> well, how much wood could a wood when, chuck? <laughs> when, did the, when did the groundskeeper from Rudy turn into chef? <laughs> hey, hey, sure, hey, Rudy, it's me, Tony Danza. Hey, where you been, buddy? Hey, 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 Rudy, let me ask you something. Uh, when I used to... You ever see, you ever see Taxi back in the day? I, I, yeah. What character would you have wanted to be on Taxi, Rudy? Um, Mario, uh, uh, what's her name? Ma Ma Mario Jackie Joyner Kersey. Brenner. Mario Brenner. Yeah, right? Yeah. Is that right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. You, you wouldn't just... want to be Louie? <laughs> you're Louie. Nobody could be Louie but you. I. Uh, you're right. Nobody could have been Louie but me. But I also, uh, I could have been Latka. They, they were... Latka. Were... I could have been Latka. That's what I was like him when I did my life after the... <laughs> I was Latka. I'm going to stand in front of you and not have anything thank, to say. Thank you very much. We just did, we just did a Taxi Meets Rudy uh, <laughs> mashup. <laughs> mashup to close the Weird. show. That was unbelievable. Um, Sean, thank you so much for being here. I had a great time. You guys do a good, a good thing here. Thanks, you. buddy. Shh. Yeah, I'm going to try to calm it down for the next one. If uh, I come back, though, I'm going to try and switch places with you. That's why I feel good about this. Podcast. This group's coming back, yeah. by the way. This is a lot. I mean, this is us. This is great. Uh, we need a name. What's that? We need like for a this name. foursome. When it's the foursome, yeah. Yes, and you got to come back when Brad's here too. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I can hang. <laughs> yeah. He's you, funny. He's, you, really, he's really funny. Are you allergic to little people? No. I, I mean, I, I don't know. If, Do you like? Midget you know, John ninjas? Stamos is afraid of little. Brad met John oh, Stamos. That's a thing. He's afraid of him. What's it called? That's a something a clacophobia or something. There it is. Uh, <laughs> Sean, thank you so much for being here. Sandy Danto, Mark Saratella. I'm Adam Ray. This is about last night. And ladies and gentlemen, please try to remember our names in the morning. Thanks, guys. Good night. Thank Fun. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger, Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.